0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Deadline day is upon us as Florian Camberry looks set to swap Hibs for Rangers No signings yet for Celtic Will that change before midnight? And Partick Thistle host air in the Friday Night Football I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is St Mirren Captain Stephen McGinn and Hugh Keevans The window is getting ready to close The arguments are getting ready to start My impression is that some I said some Listen up I said some Celtic supporters are underwhelmed by their club's dealings this month Rangers have added numbers But can those numbers make a material difference To the outcome of the title race? Motherwell, for me, might have pulled off the wonder of the window Getting £1.5 million from Hull for James Scott A great piece of business for one so young And Motherwell are still third on the table We should have let them negotiate Brexit well, funny you should say that here. I mean, tonight is the big night. Long drawn out negotiations, toing and froing, deals, no deals, hoping or fearing you come out the other end better or worse than you were before. And at midnight, it all comes to an end and the transfer window closes as well. I know what we'd rather focus on. Correct. The transfer window. Short and sweet. Uh, Stephen McGinn, as a footballer, uh, I don't suppose there are any moves in the pipeline for you at the moment, but what's it like to sit back and absorb all this stuff? Yeah, it's obviously very exciting. Um, it's funny because. Stuff like uh, we signed Alex Jakubiak today, and and as you go into training this morning, you see him there, and oh wait, we've signed signed a striker. But as soon as you leave the training ground, I mean, you you're playing the waiting game like everyone else, and looking out and refreshing Twitter and seeing what's happening at your own club. I'm not buying that, Hugh. I think he's just saying that so we don't pester him for inside info between now and eight o'clock. Jim Goodwin sent me here as a decoy. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. That is the number you need to get in touch tonight. And if you would rather tweet, then you can find us as well. At Clyde SSB So uh, Where to start Hugh they, they oh. can, The funny thing about Transfer deadline day Is you have to sort of separate The, the done Confirmed deals from, from all the ones That just might be in the pipeline In terms of what's Absolutely done today oh. Actually not that many So far Or not as many as you would believe If you were looking at all the different names Flying around So I think Roughly in chronological order Hearts got Marcel Langer from Schalke this morning uh, Stephen's brother Paul Moved to, to Hibs from St Mirren Aberdeen have signed Ronald Hernandez A Venezuelan international St Mirren as Stephen mentions Have signed Alex Jakubiak um, And in terms of Celtic it's, a, it's an out It's Lewis Morgan has sealed that move To Inter Miami That only just about Scratches the surface though Because it's the ones up in the pipeline That are in- interesting people it Looks like Florian Camberry Will move to Rangers mm. They may well add another On top of that Very quiet at Celtic Christian Atsu Was a name that had been mentioned From Newcastle But it looks like That won't come to anything Hibs are definitely after a striker Names like Mikael Miller Kevin Nisbet Mark McNulty All getting thrown around Could Greg Doherty go From Rangers Hamilton Ackies would expect To bring David Templeton back James Scott Leaving Motherwell For big money as you mentioned uh, And Danny Mullen Could leave St Mirren To go to Dundee So um, It'll be an interesting Next Five hours and fifty-three and a half minutes Well Fernandez to Aberdeen Venezuelan Welcome to the country But you're right back I'd have thought that Aberdeen's uh, Priority was much further up the park uh, For a side who Find difficulty in scoring goals And the fans are starting to react to that uh, Rangers bringing in Camberry Again I ask the question Can he make a material difference In the title race You always get the impression that Defoe could 
But he is out now for some time because of injury uh, The Celtic fans Atsu did not want to leave Newcastle We understand And move to Scotland There's nothing you can do about that If a player doesn't want to come to this country What is Neil Lennon supposed to do about that? However, I do think that the Celtic supporters will look at the business done so far, this transfer window, and think, well, there was a glaring vacancy for a defender which has not been addressed. And the two players who have come in look like projects. And Neil Lennon, in his first time as Celtic manager, was the one who said, don't talk to me about projects. Projects are something my daughter does at school Stephen, based on teams that you've been in And all the teams that you've come up against Can this window be transformational? Are there teams that And I'm not necessarily needing specific examples But teams that go into the January window And are completely different coming out the other side of it Yeah, well, even in the last couple of years at St Mirren We've had huge turnover um, And very successful turnovers um, Remember uh, the window I joined St Mirren There was a 10 in, 10 out and we were, we were a totally different team to the, the St Mirren team that played the first half of the season. That, yeah, it's such, it's such a, I mean, I always say it's such a tough window to to get people in. But um, I mean, I, I I kind of can believe that. But at the same time, there's a lot of people that haven't been playing for their clubs that are looking for moves and desperate to earn contracts and play the second half of the season. So I think there's good business to be done. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. It's quite simple for you. What have you made of your team's business so far? Are you happy? Are you not happy? Are you hoping for more between now and midnight? And if so, what are you hoping for? Let's hear from you. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five or at Clyde SSB on Twitter. Um, Stephen Gerrard was delighted to finally sign Yanis Hadji. He was interested in the young midfielder before he signed for Genk. Uh, they've now taken on that loan with an option to buy. Play with. Huge potential So yeah To finally get it done Like last night uh, Very pleasing for me And, and everyone for the club. I think we, we have to be patient It only happened A uh, very short while ago He's only had one session With the team uh, We've only had A couple of opportunities To show him tactically What we're expecting And out of possession So um, he'll come into the squad But with caution um, I think everyone Needs to be patient um, I think we're all aware Of, of the name on the back um, and I'm sure he'll continue to do that name very proud but it's important that people don't expect his old man to walk through the door and produce performances like he did in the World Cup which got me off the couch Yeah, I think everyone would agree with that Hugh if he's half as good as his old man oh, Rangers yeah. will, be, will be on to something but um, going to be interesting to see how that one pans out in the second half of the season When Stephen Gerrard says that it'll be approached with caution uh, then he's given you the answer you know, the, the, there's potential there Rangers have uh, acquired potential on loan They will decide at the end of the season Whether they want to make that loan a permanent deal But everyone has to calm down Because his name is Hadji uh, It doesn't automatically mean That you're going to get a facsimile of Georgie Hadji So, uh, good luck to them uh, Welcome to the country once again uh, But he and Kimberry for me uh, Have... A lot of work to do the, the, the championship at the moment Has Celtic with the whip hand Following Rangers defeat at Tynecastle So Hadji and Camberry Have to make a material difference Where that is concerned That said Stephen He's clearly got a pedigree of his own It maybe isn't working out at Genk Quite the way he would have hoped But anyone who watched You know him, him in the, the youth Of the under 21 Euros for Romania and, and some of the other feedback That he gets around the place He's clearly a talent there 
Yeah, um, and and with the second name in Romania, um, he was the focal point of that that team in the in the Euros in the summer. So it's something he'll be used to. It'll be something the, the intense pressure that comes with being an old firm player up here. And um, as I said, probably nothing prepares you for it. But with being a Hadji in Romania, I'm sure <laughs> he's used to pressure. Yeah, strap yourselves in for the next two hours or so because things might change one minute to the next. We can have all the best intentions of doing things one way. A signing might happen. Deals might be on or off, uh, and it'll be. Winging it, Hugh, I think is what they call it Live radio on transfer deadline day It'll be good fun Let's speak to Mark and Bears Den Hi Mark How you doing panel, how you doing? Uh, guys, I've got two points If that's okay sure. uh, My first point is I really, really, really hope That Neil Lennon sends another central defender I really think we need to back up I think Joseph Simunovic uh, Sorry I think he's a really, really good player, but he's just a bit too injury prone. And like I say, I'd li- I'd really like to get another player in there just to give him a wee bit more backup. Well, okay. Just that last, the last two words you used there, Mark, are interesting though because I thought a lot of the criticism I've seen towards Celtic's transfer dealings is that they have only signed backup, but now you want more backup to be signed. So can, can I, I can I, I assume then that you're happy with with the other business so far? Yes, I think our first team is really, really, really strong. I think, you know, a lot of forwards, yeah, we've got a few at the injury table just now, but they'll be coming back soon. But, I th- you know, even when Mikey Johnson got off injured, long-term injury, I think middle top front, I think we're really, really, really strong. I think our weakest link is our defence. Yeah, I, I don't see a, a defender coming in as backup. I see them coming in to challenge Julian and Ayer. I don't think that Julian and Ayer... Uh, are by any means the, the most formidable defensive pairing I've ever seen uh, And uh, that area of the team is one that that had to be looked at And the window is a few hours away from ending And it doesn't look likely that Celtic are bringing anyone in Yeah, it would have to come from left field certainly at this late stage You sort of have to separate a couple of things here, Hugh In terms of someone's own personal Desires, whether it be Mark's or yours, and then the, the the chances of it actually happening. So whether you think they're formidable or not, Julian was seven million pounds in the summer. Uh-huh. Clearly, Celtic h- highly rate Christopher Ayer as well. So yeah. that would that would be the main two. Simunovic would be the obvious backup. Beaton is now considered as backup in that position. And if you were really desperate, El Hamed, when he's fit, is a centre back and a and a right back. You know, or he, he can fill in there. So. I know you don't think they're necessarily formidable, but given those options, is is it really likely? Is it is it really likely to be high on Neil Lennon's well, priority list? Right now, the priority on Neil Lennon's list is to win the title. And right now, Beaton's out injured, and right now, Saminovic is out injured and does not appear to have the strength to be able to play on a consistent basis. He can only last for so long and then he has to have a, a break. Julian, I thought when Celtic won at Ibrox in the earlier part of the season had come of age. However, a lot of his performances since then have hinted at an inconsistency there. Likewise, Ayer. And I think that someone was not being brought in as backup. Someone was being brought in with a chance to play on a regular basis. But it seems unlikely that any signing will be made. And I think Celtic are... Leaving them to short in that area of the park This goes back to the question of Is it a difficult window or not Stephen For Celtic Once you get to, to the sort of level that they're at In terms of all the trophies that they've won recently Of course you, you, 
on one hand you need to have faith in your recruitment department You need to have faith that they're going to go out there and, and unearth a gem But at the same time Finding someone who's definitely automatically better than, than Ayer or Julian That might cost you quite a fair few quid Yeah and, and, and when you look at someone probably with the quality of Encham Who's probably recently made himself a regular starter But he's found it very hard to to break up the midfield with, with Brown and um, McGregor in the f- uh, form of Christie this season But the, the bit that interests me is the, the three at the back If they keep going with that Obviously Griffiths coming in and having hardly featured in the first half of the season Almost feels like a new signing um, But when I when, when I saw the Wanyama thing this morning The first thing that popped into my head is He could he could cover the midfield and play at the back in a three So um, that that's that's the type of signing I would have thought they would maybe go for yeah, I think a lot of Celtic fans are disappointed that that one seemed to be a bit of a non-starter So everywhere else Mark You're, you're content everywhere else Apart from at the back Absolutely and, uh, Sorry Hugh But I have to disagree with you I think I and Julian Have got the potential To make a really good And strong and formidable partnership I think they need time they, they ha- as, you saw, as you said yourself Earlier on in the season We saw glimpses of what Julian can do And I on his day Is a really good defender I, I genuinely do think Given time is essential for a really good strong partnership to develop between the two of them Yeah and that, that perhaps is the challenge Hugh because again and that, I want to be quite clear this is not me disagreeing with you at all I think a lot of Celtic fans would agree that, that Julian's been up and down and maybe Ayer isn't quite at the peak of his powers at the moment but is, is that is that enough to go and spend four, five, six, seven million pounds on a player just because there's a ever so slight want for them to become a little bit more consistent Mark talks about in time they will become a formidable partnership. Yeah, but they have no. But they have shown. To be fair, they have yeah. shown. I mean, it's not as if they leak a lot of goals. But the bottom line here is that if Celtic don't win the title in May, all bets are off. Uh, who knows who will be staying at the club and who will be on their way? And I don't just mean players. Uh, so, time is not a commodity that Celtic have. They, they, between remember, tomorrow is the first of February. Celtic have to win the title by mid-May or. The reaction will be ferocious uh, And I think that's an area That they should have been looking at uh, You know Win the league Fine The the, the transfer window uh, Will have been Shown to be a success From Celtic's perspective Lose the league And the transfer window Will be used in evidence against you uh, Let's get the thoughts of Richie in Greenock Thank you very much to Mark For kicking us off Richie what are you thinking about this transfer window so far? What are you hoping for between now and midnight? Well, sorry, Chris. I'm Gordon. Good evening, panel. Hello. Hi. I was just to ask you about Patrick Kamala. Mm-hmm. I was just wondering, is Kamala brought in as a striker or a left-sided player? That's basically what was, what was called in for. Well, we've not seen a great deal of him, Hugh, but certainly the, the, the feedback, the, the scouting reports from Poland, if you like, even... Some of the, the discussions with Neil Lennon certainly point to him being having been brought in as a striker. Yeah. It was all that was the whole point all along. Neil Lennon needed a striker, wanted a striker, and presumably got his striker. Yeah. I mean I don't think there's there's ever been any suggestion that he's a wide player. Uh he, he said himself when he came here he was here to score goals. What makes you ask, Richie? Okay. What makes you ask? I wasn't absolutely hundred percent sure he was brought in as a striker. Scott Sinclair at the moment. Mm. Yeah, well, that's a that's a fair point in terms of you looking at who who goes out and and who goes in Celtic just with so many wide options, Stephen. And in fact, a guy that you'll know well, 
Lewis Morgan Gets to wake up in Miami From now on And call David Beckham Gaffer So that's quite an interesting Lifestyle and career change for him Yeah um, Yeah it was Just an amazing move for him Absolutely delighted for him Never really Quite got off the ground for him At Celtic And uh, The chance to go out to America And wake up in Miami As you said And um, Playing a, a league that's re- Really becoming something over there So Delighted for mm. him And um, probably glad he can get his career up and going again because um, he was such a big player for for us and a brilliant teammate for me. So really happy to see his career going again. I mean, I know you used to wake up in Clyde Bank every morning, Hugh. So yeah. that might not excite you the, the same way that it would excite others. But on the face of it, a fascinating move. Miami can't hold a candle to Clyde Bank. First of all, <laughs> let me tell you that. Uh, yeah, it's life changing move for him and uh, good luck to him. Celtic have uh, moved out those who. Like Lewis Morgan We're going to make it First team wise uh, So the, the players that have moved out Fair enough hmm. But I do think At the start of the transfer window You always felt that If the league was tight And The league is tight You always got the impression And I think Neil Lennon Gave the impression That Celtic would go after the tried and tested as best you can And I do understand that January, the window It's not as easy as the summertime I accept all of that But the league race is tight The team that fails to win this two-team race Will experience a backlash where fans are concerned And therefore, I think that some can, can that become a convenient excuse though? Because it will be very easy to say And no one will be able to disprove it But... Win, the winning or losing of this title Might not come down to, to who signs who in the January window oh, I, I, And then again it might You know, um, you know. I, I think the Celtic supporters were expecting to see but the, but the point I'm making is that It's not really a tangible argument is it People are always going to have their feelings on it And it will be a convenient excuse But the, the, the players that you've got at the moment Might come out in January Every single one of them might underperform Or, or, or do the opposite and, and start Absolutely flying So is, is it not going to be A bit convenient To just say Come the end of the season Whoever loses the league Say oh That's because we didn't Do the business in well, January well, Just isolate it this way In the window The Celtic fans expected More players Than they have got so far And more experienced players Than they have got so far On the face of it Ishmael Asoro And Patrick Kamala Are projects And Celtic At this time Required more than projects To see this title mm. over the line I do accept And I have used the phrase Time and time again Celtic have the whip hand By virtue of Rangers losing In Edinburgh last Sunday However Lot of water to flow under the bridge Between now and the end of the title race Richie and Greenock Thank you very much for your call It's 01419511025 Nothing else uh, confirmed so far We will keep you up to speed uh, we're going to hear from Stephen Gerrard Florian Camberry looks like he's closing in on a move to Rangers Rangers fans What do you make of that? Is that one you're happy with? Tell us and we could hear from you next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Road Accident Solicitors The compensation you deserve when you've been sidelined Talk to Thompson's.com 
Stephen McGinn and Hugh Keevans Here with me Gordon Duncan On transfer deadline day 5 hours and 32 and a half minutes to go Hugh Never let it be said that my arithmetic isn't spot on And yeah. if I'm wrong just please don't pick me up on it uh, We are on Twitter at Clyde SSB Jay has been in touch He says I'm disappointed at the lack of signings by Celtic I pay my season book each year Only to hear if we don't sign anyone else We're happy with what we've got We desperately need a centre half and a winger As usual after all the speculation and rumours It'll end up a damp squib But on the other hand On the other side of the argument Robert Stephen Tell Hugh he's talking tripe This current squad has won the last 10 trophies We don't need more signings to win the league Yes they'd be nice But not essential 01419511025 Craig is a Rangers fan on the line Craig how would you sum up Where you're at in terms of Happiness or otherwise with your business? Yeah well listen I think uh, Up until today I wasn't very happy because I felt, you know, I, I'd been saying throughout this entire transfer window that I felt we needed a third striker. Um, so, you know, I'm absolutely delighted today that, you know, we've brought in this young boy, Haji, who will be a prospect, but, you know, um, it will be an option that Gerard will have. More importantly for me, though, is if we can get this deal over the line we can bury. Um, I think that would be a, a great signing. Um you know, he's a player who I think since you know um, since Paul Hickenbottom left because obviously they had a fallen out at Hibs you know, when he came back he has been a massive part of the reason for the resurgence that Hibs have experienced you know, players like him and obviously Boyle as well but you know, he's been a crucial part so for us to get a player like that um, and he is a proven goal scorer in this league as well um, I think it'll do his you know the world of the good. I know that Gerard had said initially he wasn't wanting to sign anyone, and then obviously Defoe getting injured has probably forced his arm. But even at that, this is why he should have always been looking at that option anyway. Because if Defoe ends up getting that injury, say over this weekend when the transfer window is done, what's snickered? Well, I'll tell you what, Craig. Let's hear from Stephen Gerard on that. And bear in mind, he was speaking this morning. But but it does sound like. And it does seem like Rangers will still look to add one On top of Florian Camberry The manager says they need backup with Jermaine Defoe Potentially out until around April with his injury He's a bit low, obviously Because um, he doesn't want to miss football matches And he's in great form you know, He scored he started the last four games And scored those three important goals So it's naturally he's a little bit down at the moment um, We're looking at... Um, Around four weeks, best case scenario, um, maybe five weeks. But the problem that gives us is that takes us to probably the international break. So um, hopefully we can get him back before that. But if not, this could potentially be something that you're looking at beginning of April after the international break. So we'll have to monitor it. Uh, we'll do everything we can to get him back as quick as possible. But you're probably looking at minimum or best case scenario four weeks. It still looks like it could be one more on top of that, Craig. What? Position would you like to see that filled by? Hey, mm, I, I think for me, if I, I think they've got pretty much decent cover for all positions, I wouldn't mind another um, another midfielder. I know we've got a lot of midfielders, but there's a couple starting for me. You know, Kamara, for example, I think his form is starting to to dip massively. The last two games. He's been an, an absolute bomb scare against Ross County, kept giving the ball away. Against Hearts, you know, if he just puts the ball out for a throw in or puts it in the park, 
the goal that we conceded was avoidable, but he took too long and it cost us. So I think maybe another midfielder, if not a defender, because obviously I don't see why we'd need another striker. If we get Canberry and obviously we've got Haji, there's two strikers there we've got. So that gives us three, then four when the four comes back. So we wouldn't need, I don't think, mm. another one there. So it would have to be a, maybe a, a midfielder or a, or another right back. Well, uh, on, on deadline day, you're obliged to play the devil's advocate. Now, I know nothing of Ianis Hadji other than he is the son of uh, and has a very nice track record at under-21 level. It remains to be seen whether he can come in and adapt to Scottish football. With Florian Camberry, it remains to be seen if he can take the step up that is undoubtedly required to move from Hibs to Rangers or from Hibs to Celtic. Uh, there is a step up required. And for example, Greg Stewart, uh, another man who had plenty of goals on his CV, but never quite cut it as a Rangers player. So, good luck to the pair of them. Well, I mean, he's still there and, and is a valuable squad member. Though again, this, does this not just depend on what your expectations are? Are you hoping to sign guys that start every week and really change the course of your season? Or are you hoping to sign guys... Who are valuable members of your squad And can contribute here and there Florian Camberry has been brought in As a response To Jermaine Defoe's injury Therefore No no but that's the thing I think Stephen Gerrard needed that anyway I think that's the That's the sort of feeling Is that that was going to happen regardless Rangers are in the same position as Celtic They need to get The league won Rangers need Rangers need is arguably greater Because They're the one that They're the team that hasn't won anything for years So For me this is the response to Defoe And when Stephen Gerrard says Five weeks best case scenario You better believe that's the truth So When called upon If called upon Florian Camberry is going to have to hit the ground running for Rangers Still nothing confirmed Don't worry You're not missing out at the moment It looks like David Templeton's return to Hamilton Could be the next one to be officially confirmed But we'll keep you up to speed Right Craig in Cumbernauld is Happy I don't know if excited is the right word But pretty happy with The potential signing of Florian Camberry Jim Is a Hibs fan from Straven Are you on to Back up Craig's Feeling Or are you going to burst his bubble Jim? Uh, we're absolutely delighted That uh, Florian's going to Ibrox I mean he's never achieved His full potential at Hibs I mean It's a bit of a misnomer To see him Being taken to Ibrox A proven goal scorer uh, He's Seriously failed to produce any run of form, regardless of which manager he's, he's worked under. So, to me, I find it staggering that uh, he would be considered to be uh, an adequate replacement for Defoe. But I don't think Jack Ross would let Cranberry go unless he had somebody better to come in. So, if he's got somebody better, we're delighted to see Flo go. He goes with our best wishes. Is it the consistency, Jim? Is that is that the main thing? What on his day, what is he capable of? Is it just about maybe him not doing that anywhere near often enough? Yeah, I mean, we've seen flashes of brilliance, but one of the things that is, you know, and you'll probably back me up on this is he watches, you know, he watches other teams as well. I only watch Hibs. Um, and I don't know what Stephen's thoughts are about playing against him, but he's not a physical player. And we always see Rangers as being a very strong physical team. 
Now, the only aspect of Florian's play that I can see that would that might work for him at Ibrox is given a 50-50 situation or a 60-40 situation or a 70-30 situation, he'll hit the ground and look for a foul. Now, he's far more likely to get a foul in a penalty playing for Rangers than he ever was playing for Hibs. So maybe that's the attribute that Steve Gerrard sees in him. But I'd be interested to hear what um, Hugh thinks, you know, of that. I can't see him as a even in the same league as somebody like before or some of the players that, that have gone to that are at Ibrox at if, the moment. If you don't mind, I'll throw it to Stephen because he's obviously played against them. Um, what do you think? Well, I watched a lot of them as well. Um, obviously, a teammate of John's for, for a long time as well. And I tend to agree. Um, on his day, I mean, your real handful playing against him, watching him, um, some, had some top performances in, in isolation for Hibs. But um, obviously, loves to get out in the channel. When he's be- best, he's out in the channel and he, he likes to get at defenders, get shots away and stuff like that. But the bit I would worry about going to Rangers is can they get the consistency I mean no doubting he can be a top player and top player in this division and, and at times at Hibs has been unplayable but can he I mean and he has frustrated I mean managers have been frustrated with him um, quite famously Neil Lennon um, so it's whether Stephen Gerrard can, can get him to that, that level more consistently Before anyone dives in I'm not comparing ability level I am absolutely not comparing ability level I'm talking about style though might it be because the complaint we get from Rangers fans is that when Morelos isn't in the team, Defoe comes in and as good as he is, he's just different. He doesn't occupy defences the same way. He comes alive in the penalty box. From what you've seen of Camberry, do you think the hope would be that he can do the Morelos role? I'm not saying he'll do it as well, but that he'll do that role. Yeah, well, the bit the bit um, Morelos does is he does the bit in the box really well, and he does the bit outside the box really well. Defoe is an absolute As we found to our cost uh, For yeah. St Mirren last week He does a bit in the box Brilliantly has done His full career Camberry does Likes to do a lot of his work Outside the box And out in the wing um, As you say He's not a prolific goal scorer At Hibs But as you say He might add something To Rangers That they've not previously got These things can work two ways Hugh Because there are There's a list As long as your arm Of players who've gone from A so called smaller club To mm. one of Glasgow's big two and have struggled under the weight of expectation or whatever it may be. But similarly, surely you have to leave open the possibility that, that a striker or a forward player goes and flourishes because he's surrounded by better players. Yeah, but but this is the thing. If I could give you a straightforward answer to that, I'd be hired by one of these clubs. Because watch Lewis Morgan go to Inter Miami today. When he went to Celtic, someone whose opinion I would value very highly, professional, former professional player, former Manager at a very very high level Said to me I think he's the best young player in Scotland Bar none And It simply didn't work out for him As I say On transfer deadline day You have to play the devil's advocate And I could not guarantee you That Florian Camberry Will have the consistency That Stephen speaks of Uh, He's certainly not A like for like replacement With Jermaine Defoe Good goal scorer Terrific goal scorer throughout his entire career But Rangers need a response to the loss of Defoe And Camberry is that man And now Camberry has to rise to the occasion uh, Thank you very much to Jim in Straven and Craig Before him we are on Twitter as well at Clyde SSB uh, What have we got coming in? Lots it should be said um, Bit of a, d- a divide there or a split in the phone Jim's a Hibs fan 
doesn't necessarily rate Camberry that highly due to the consistency level but Craig's excited uh, John similarly he says he will be a good signing I believe there's a player in there who'll get more chances to put the ball in the net at Rangers I think there may be another surprise for fans tonight as we charge for the title we'll get Jermaine back and he will play a part of course that's as Hugh sort of mentioned there Stephen so many different factors the, the, the circumstances the role that Camberry will play at Rangers it'll be interesting to see how he does adapt to that because the question mark hanging over him If you listen to Jim and yourself Is the consistency But he's probably already Arriving at Rangers Knowing that he's not playing every week So in, in many ways He doesn't have to Find that level of consistency It might be those odd moments Here or there That he has to try and contribute And Rangers probably um, If if Morelis stays free of injury and, and plays every game They're probably quite happy for him Just to sit on the bench And be a emergency throw on and, and, and produce a bit of magic from somewhere But they have got they have got people really competing for, um, Pressing hard for places as well Scott Arfield um, Didn't play in, uh, against us Didn't play against Hearts And scores the other night So mm. He can he can be involved in the box And, and arriving late he's, he's a real threat Yeah Jamie makes a similar point He says Camberry won't need consistency He's a backup player So he won't be in the team consistently Says Jamie On Twitter uh, Just before we let you go Jim uh, As a Hibs fan Are you happy with the signing of Paul McGinn? Just You have to say yes Because he's big brother Sitting next to us <laughs> Of course, we're delighted to have Paul. I mean, John was a fantastic player for us. We're delighted to have had John. We're delighted to have Paul. We're looking forward to Stephen coming. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. That was Jim in Straven. This is the perfect time for you to get in touch because we're going to get some travel with Stephen. And if you give us a call, we could be speaking to you next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, the league leader for compensation. Talk to Thompson's.com. You'll love everything about the Sterling Winter Sale. Love the huge choice available. Love express delivery. Love in... Hugh Keevans and Stephen McGinn here with me, Gordon Duncan, on Transfer Deadline Day. If you're worried that you missed any confirmed news during the break, well, you didn't. Other than, in fact, just in the last few seconds, Hamilton Aki's confirming David Templeton has returned to the club. They've posted a, a video, Hugh, with a tweet with the, the, the eyes emoji. Oh. I'm sure you're familiar with that. You, you'll send that often, no? But... Practically a daily basis um, Anyway The eyes And it just says He's back And then if you watch the video Once you get to the end You get to the just Where's he been? Burton Albion And they've Burton They Albion. announced today They're letting him go for Family reasons So he's back up the road As they say The Wayne's want to go to school here That's normally the way it works Yeah Understandable Yeah A fine place it is indeed Right let's go back to the phones Ricky is in Easter House Hi Ricky Can I just ask you a question See the The, the Canberra deal To Rangers Is that a loan deal Or a permanent deal? Yeah I think it looks like It'll be a loan Ricky Strange that the Hibs want to be getting as far up the table that they're letting one of their better strikers go on loan. Well, by the sounds of it, Ricky, they're going all out to try and get another striker because there's been talk about Mikael Miller of Hamilton, Mark McNulty, who was there last season, Kevin Nisbet from Dunfermline. So they're clearly, in fact, that could even be what the hold up is because if Hibs don't get one of them in, maybe Camberry wouldn't be allowed to go. So. Wonder why you would want to let one of your better strikers go. Anyway, I think uh, we missed the boat here. We don't sign a, a centre half. When you say we Celtic, you mean Celtic? Yes, definitely. I think all important is to win nine. Uh, if you win nine, you can go and make history and win ten. So you, you think? Know? Do you think what the winning of nine really hinges on bringing another centre back in this window? No, I, I still think we can win the league, but. That would give us a better backup. I, I, and to be honest with you, if we brought in, say, we were talking about Dinkovic, I don't think he'd be a backup. I think he'd walk straight into the team. 
nothing I just really asked to boil. Uh, that's why I, uh, back, I, I totally agree with you. The two of them are a bit shaky. Uh, that's why you know, I, I think Julian was a world beater. Look at him now, you know. Uh, that's why I come back to the point, Ricky, that uh, I, I wouldn't have. Um, Looked at the signing of a central defender as backup. I would have looked at someone to put these two under pressure, uh, because they have a mistake in them. The pair of them, uh, and you know there are what sixteen, seventeen games to go. It's far from over. Celtic do have the whip hand by virtue of beating Ross County on the same weekend as uh, Rangers lost to Hearts. They do have the whip hand, but you have to. Equal or better Everything that Rangers do And there are two games To be played against Rangers And I do think That they needed Another defender in And it looks extremely unlikely That anybody is coming in Over the next five hours I suppose Hugh Maybe the emotional sort of side From fans who go there And pay their hard earned money and, And it's well documented That Celtic have a lot of money And uh-huh. therefore Celtic fans Want to see more spent And more spent And more spent And every window For as long as I can remember There's been this perception And I use that word carefully Because I'm not, I'm not sure How accurate it is But there's a perception That Celtic aren't spending As much as they should I think this season alone And forgive me A, a couple of million Either way Because you know Figures can be open to debate This season alone Celtic have spent About £20 million pounds. Uh-huh. That to me And I'm, this is because I'm purely from the outside That to me seems like an incredible well, amount of money well, And I don't know how you match that up With the accusation that they're not spending money I never said they weren't spending money well, Not you, just just generally Because there is a perception there it, It's how the money has been spent Ishmael Asoro Will not be a part of the, the finish to the championship He will be allowed to bed in Neil Lennon has more or less said Don't be looking for him to play Certainly not on anything like a regular basis Patrick Klamala, the start that he has made tells you that Neil Lennon is not about to throw him in anywhere soon. So that accounts for five or six million pounds. Julien and But is that it, not is that not what Celtic needed though ultimately? Did everyone not acknowledge that the starting eleven was pretty good and there were key areas that needed strengthened? Striker being the main one. Well, is that necessarily strengthening anything in the short term? Well, you just said they needed a striker. You you were very clear on that for weeks in the lead up. Because how often is any striker going to play ahead of Odds and Edward? Yeah, but Klamala, by the the look of it, I expected something other than a twenty one year old Polish striker mm. with not very many games under his belt. Again, though, three and a half million quid. Are our clubs at a level where they spend more than that on on backup players, Stephen? Yeah, but the other, the way I look at it as well is if Klamala had come in and scored three and four games, Celtic fans would be so happy. And Griffiths, having not played in the first half of the season, has become that guy. Um, now really, now really looking as if Celtic are at the best with two strikers. Yeah, because it is a bit, it's a bit of a cliche, but it's actually true, isn't it? About it kind of being like a new signing because he wasn't. Contributing or available That way in the first half Of the season And now he is He's, he's a guy that At his best Scores goals net. He scores a double Against England And if Celtic can get him Back to his best hmm. I know it is a cliche But that is a new signing For Celtic in, well, this, some, in this season alone Ricky, so. Ricky has said that You know All that's important To the Celtic fans Is nine Yeah but we know that I don't think anyone's Doubting that You won't uh, hear anyone And therefore that. Therefore If The January transfer window Among other factors is held to be a contributory reason 
If Celtic don't win the title mm. There will be mayhem Some reports down south I'm just seeing them starting to, to circulate That Celtic are potentially having a look at Jordan Ibe That's a name they've been linked with in the past uh, At Bournemouth at the moment So maybe that's one to keep an eye on For the remainder of the evening Ricky in Easterhouse Thank you very much for your call Let's speak to Paul who's in Falkirk And Paul is a St Mirren fan Hi Paul Hi lads, how you doing? Not too bad at all You want to put your captain on the spot by any chance? Yes I do actually I've got a couple of wee points uh, Hi Stephen, how you doing? How you doing Paul? Yeah, good mate, good uh, Just, uh, I've been really pleased by by what Jim's done recently You know, his signings defensively in, in the midfield have really strengthened the team I thought uh, the, the boy Conor McCarthy was outstanding and and Saturday against Aberdeen I thought Akin was really he showed up really well as well and against Rangers performed really well too so defensively we're looking good unfortunately we've, we've lost Paul who was probably uh, an unsung hero wherever team that he goes to because he just puts a shift in week in week out and doesn't get the praise that he deserves and I'm sure every St. Martin fan will wish him all the best moving forward and we hope he has an absolute Terrible day tomorrow, <laughs> <laughs> but my my point is with, with regards to uh, Jim's signings, he's really good defensively because he was a defender and midfielder, and he's looking at holding on to uh, grabbing the point and not going for the win. But he's brought these strikers in. Uh, I can see the the strength of Abika. I can see he holds up the ball. He's he's a big lad and he's difficult to get the ball off it. But for me, Marias, I feel as if we've, we've played with ten men for the last three games. I feel as if well, well he's he's got a bench of strikers there now. He's left. As far as I'm aware, Danny Mullins leaving and going to Dundee. Yeah, looks well, like that it. might be possibly. Uh, Cody Cook's been sitting on the bench for weeks, but every time he's brought these boys on, they've done a job. And what I don't understand is why Jim hasn't given the boys the opportunity sooner. I know he's made the signings of bringing uh, Jonathan Abika and Junior in, and that's his signings, and he wants to give them an opportunity. But everybody in the stands is screaming, "It's not working! It's not working! We need a change." Defensively and midfield-wise, he's got it spot on. He, he knows what he's looking for. But up front, I just feel as if we're, we're falling short. Well, funnily enough, there's now a new option, of course, Paul. Alex Jakubiak's been signed today, Stephen. I do remember him playing for Falkirk. Uh, what do you know of him? I don't think you'll have seen much of him in and around the place yet, but what do you know of him? Yeah, well, he was a kid at Watford when I was there. Um, really highly thought of. and um, Someone that when I spoke to um, speak to Watford boys about, they, they really... Th- think he's a top player and trains really well but in a lot of loan spells it's just not really happened for him so um, Alex is getting to an age now where he's probably needing a permanent home and really really put a marker down and, and announce himself at, at, a, at one club so hopefully it's us um, he's a boy that's always been linked with goals he's always he's always been a goal scorer everyone's always talked really highly about this really promising goal scorer even years ago back in my time um, at Watford but yeah um, I understand the frustrations but at clubs like ours I mean we spend quite a lot of time defending and, and like Rangers the other night been hard to beat it is hard sometimes for the boys to get a chance and 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 we don't have as we spoke about earlier with Kimberry he's going to have a lot more chances with the ball we don't get that many chances in games and getting that guy in that can get you the 20 goals a season is really hard to do Paul thank you very much for your time we'll have to leave it there I'm afraid we're running a bit late for this hopefully speak to you soon though Paul 
Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. We're a bit late for the news, but we'll make this quick. It's your chance to beat the pundit tonight. 01419511025. Call us now. Call us before the news at seven. And if you win, the sign ball could be yours. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, the form team for compensation for more than 40 years. Talk to Thompson's.com. It is transfer deadline day, less than five hours to go. St. Mirren captain Stephen McGinn is here and Hugh Evans. Is alongside him So plenty of time for you to get in You can still get your wish list It's a bit like Christmas Eve You can still you can still produce a list Whether you actually get that stuff The next it's morning not, is, is up for debate So well, you can still tell us what you're hoping for If it's a wonderful life comes on the telly It'll be like Christmas Eve But not unless Jimmy Stewart comes on Don't quite get the same feel to it Especially if I told you that the big breaking news at the moment Is that Dolly Menga has gone back to Livingston After his lone spell in Angola So there you go that's, that's all I've got for you at the moment Listen the Livy fans will like it That's Hello Dolly Welcome back Dolly So there we go 01419511025 Don't forget later on this hour We will have your final chance To win those hospitality tickets To an SPFL match of your choice Subject availability We're going to play higher or lower In the not too distant future So listen out for the shout And get in touch But in the meantime Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Beat the Pundit time turned into a bit of a riot last night oh. I must admit Wilson and DL there's always trouble when they're around and Chris from Wisher came on he said he would take on Gordon DL happily but he got drawn against Mark and he ended up with a zero. Oh dear and the thing about Mark and Gordon is that they're bad losers But they're even worse winners So they <laughs> they gave him it tight I think that just about covers it And poor Chris Soffy went with his tail between his legs Let's hope Ross and East Kilbride can fare better tonight How are you Ross? I'm okay mate, thanks Interesting one for you Ross Because you've got the, the old experienced campaigner And you've got somewhat of an unknown quantity In Stephen McGinn Who would you rather face? Uh, Stephen McGinn mm, I might come back to bite you Let's find mm, out Heads it's you <laughs> Tails it is Stephen And it is as well It's Tails Stephen against Ross From East Kilbride See the glint in his eye When you said you would rather face him Ross honestly He's sharpening his studs as we speak uh, Right I'm going to give Stephen Some Clyde 2 to listen to And that way he can't hear us anymore Ross So your answers okay. are safe We've got 30 seconds You're going head to head You can pass Here is your chance okay. to beat the pundit St- Ross are you ready? What nationalities Kilmarnock's goalie Lorenzo Brunescu? Pass. Which two championship teams in Scotland face each other tonight? Aaron Patrick Thistle. David Wotherspoon plays for which international side? Northern Ireland. Mullerwell's James Scott is set to join which English team? Oh, Bristol City. What year did Henrik Larsson join Celtic? 2001. What German side did Rangers sign Stefan Kloss from? Uh, Hamburg. Okay, let's bring Stephen back. Stephen, can you hear us? Yep. Got you. Same set of questions to you. You ready? Yep. What nationalities come Marnock's goalkeeper Lorenzo Branescu? Romanian. Which two championship teams in Scotland face each other tonight? Aaron Partick. David Wotherspoon plays for which international side? Canada. Motherwell's James Scott is set to join which English oh. team? What year did Henrik Larsson join Celtic? 1997 Which German side did Rangers sign Stefan Kloss from? Borussia Dortmund Who is the only Scot to win the European Golden Shoe? Golden Boot Pass What year in the 90s did Morton add Greenock to their name? Uh, 94 Okay 
He certainly sounded like he knew what he was doing, Ross. Aye. <laughs> Doesn't sound great for me. Aye. <laughs> Let's find out. Uh, first one what nationalities Kelly's goalkeeper Laurentu Branescu. He's Romanian. Stephen goes in front 1 to 0. Which two championship teams face each other tonight? It's Partick Thistle and Ayr. Well done, Ross. You were on the verge of forgetting, but you, you managed to just get it out there in the end. So it's 2 1 to Stephen. David Witherspoon plays for Canada. 3 1 okay. to Stephen. James Scott is set to join Hull City, not Bristol City. Stephen goes 4-1 in front He made it 5-1 Henrik Larsson in 1997 He made it 6-1 Because oh, Stefan Kloss Signed from Dortmund uh, He is human though Because Ali McCoist Was the only Scot To win the, the old golden boot But just to add insult to injury The St Mirren captain He's up to date on his rivals 1994 When Morton added Greenock To their name So I'm afraid Ross It was an absolute doing Aye Talking to no me. arguments Well listen I just think you met a man In good form Even Hugh Keevans well, You were impressed by that I, You well, were in awe of Stephen McGinn There I saw you Yeah I, I'm looking forward To the full time teaser now Because <laughs> even I Even I Couldn't drag <laughs> Stephen McGinn Down to my level I'm, I've got a proper teammate here Not that rubbish Like Craig Beatty And Alex, Alex Ray, Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway Ross We appreciate you coming on It's a lot easier Sitting in the house It's harder when the, the Pressure's on Thanks for phoning Ross Hi Thank you mate. Good man That was Ross in East Kilbride Look at that so, See people think We just got you here by accident It turns out you actually know your stuff There yeah, we go A couple of the boys are wanting to phone in And challenge me are today they? Yeah Right let's set that up I'm happy with that hey, What teammates? Uh, Cammy McPherson and Gary McKenzie Fancy both, their chances do they? Both, uh, yeah They'd like to take me down at some point Would you have to Would they have to team up to take you on? Potentially The, the collective yeah. effort from them Yeah that was not bad at all I must admit It was Roger Hanna-esque He didn't have the eyes shut Like Roger does though Roger sits with his eyes shut very well, serious the, the very first one The commandant goalkeeper And he said Romanian I thought Yep <laughs> We're up and Italian running. Did you? Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go Right 01419511025 Transfer deadline day Slams shut Because it never closes gently Hugh It slams no. shut You should know that by now At midnight So what are you hoping for? 01419511025 Let's speak to John in the East End As a Celtic fan John Are you Still hopeful Or have you resigned yourself To maybe that The business been done already I don't know Gordon um, Hi Gordon Hi uh, Hi uh, Hello John Yep Hi I know we I know we got in the boy um, Kamala As a Backup striker Which is fine We kind of knew that anyway But we've known All the way through the season Up to this point Forget the 31 days In January That we needed Backup in the centre half position, uh, whether it be as a as a a centre half or a sweeper or whatever, um, I, I can't believe. I know there's okay six hours left, or sorry five hours left, or just under it. That we've no boat, we've no brought in a defender. I just can't get out. I can't believe that they're prepared to risk all the pressure that was put under us anyway to go for nine in a row. Northern Rangers are right on their tails and they're prepared to go with Jozo Sabinovich who is persistently injured. I are all good and well. Julian all good and well. But the other two are injured. Beaton and um, El Hamid. So I'm ju- I just can't believe that they're prepared to take that risk. It can't be a financial thing. Because, OK, well, we might not have a lot of money that all these other big teams doing south of. We have enough money in the bank that can at least pay a salary 
for a lease of a Benkovich on a six month loan deal. Maybe the problem is, John, though, see, even although you've got money, even if you've got money, you can still waste it. And I know you said El Hamed is injured and Simunovic is injured. They're injured right now. And I know you might say they're injury prone, but they're not. You wouldn't imagine they're going to be injured for the rest of the season. So you've just rhymed off quite a number of defenders there. And I've never got the impression from Neil Lennon, Hugh, saying that I don't. Maybe maybe I'm missing something. John says, you know, we've known all along that we needed a centre back. John thinks so. You think so. Uh-huh. A lot of the fans think so. I've never got the impression from from Celtic that it was an area or or a, a priority of of Neil Lennon's. And he uh, might sign one between now and midnight and prove me completely wrong. Uh, you know, I'm trying to take all your points on board. However, Simunovic clearly and regrettably uh, isn't fit enough to be relied upon. But that's the he. But the, I'm just wondering if the point is that he's back up already. If this was your first choice guy that you had injury concerns over, but he's actually one of the backup because John said that Julian and I, in his mind, were all well and good. I think was the phrase. Well, I don't think they're all well and good. I think there's a mistake in the pair of them, uh, and I think they need to be challenged, uh, not to have people in the background like Simonovic and Nia Beaton, uh, or El Hamed for that matter. Um, I think there was a need. And, uh, you know, I, I really can't be all that interested in, oh, January's a bad month and who who we get? And, you know, you are obliged. The world's a big place. You are obliged to go after people because there is a need there. And with the championship, which Celtic have the whip hand, then I'll say it again, Celtic have the whip hand. However, nothing is guaranteed. There are two games to play against Rangers. And I think that the... Are coming up short in this window John it sounds like you and Hugh uh, Are I, singing from the same hymn sheet Yeah can I Can I ask you just another point right? Just based on that same sort of thing About the injuries and the stuff right I asked uh, I tried to go through a couple of weeks ago on, uh, on, on one of the other shows See I grew up in the sort of Late 70s early 80s Watching Celtic right And see when boys used to get injured no matter who they were, I'm talking about like your Roy Aikens and your uh, Paul McStays and stuff. See, when they got injured, they would go the team for maybe a week, two weeks max. Unless it was obviously a serious injury, like a leg break or something. But they'd be out the side and then they'd be back before you know it. They might not go right back into the, the, the squad, uh, sorry, the, the first team, but they'd be certainly back in the squad. So why is it now, with the technology that we have, that when people get injured, they're out for months and months, they don't come back? There's a question Stephen how's your sports medicine knowledge? Uh, I'm injured at the minute So uh, very good Looking at the skeletons <laughs> in the wall every day But um, yeah I mean the injury for Celtic, some Celtics players Has been um, really frustrating In terms of El Hamid Always seems to be one week away And then you hear he's broken down Or even El Yunusi maybe been rushed back For the, the cup final And then redoes the injury Mikey Johnson Having injury problems all season And then ends up mm. um, hurting his knee the other night So some of it is to do with luck um, I don't think there's anything um, But also these Celtic players have to play Saturday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday Then Saturday, all season I mean we have the luxury of the, the midweek breaks These guys don't have that John, John mentioned uh, Paul McStay and uh, Big Roy I know there's a kind of romantic notion that If Roy had a broken leg he'd have asked for a second opinion And probably played the following weekend uh, But let's remember that Paul's career came to an end because of injury A premature end Because of a bad ankle injury So You know We didn't invent 
injury problems in the millennium uh, and that now players are more aware of their bodies and won't take risks with their bodies I'd also be sceptical as to just how accurate it is because I'm sure there'll be a doctor out there a physio someone who would be able to come on and completely contradict that point I mean for instance Stephen I think the last time you were on you were out with a hernia is that right? Yeah last last year yeah. How long? Uh, two weeks Two weeks Now I'm I, I couldn't say for sure I find it unlikely that players would have returned within two weeks from a hernia in the 80s mm. That would be my gut feeling on it Would you disagree? Yeah, yeah As I say There's a romantic notion uh, That People with tattoos in their teeth Back then <laughs> And uh, you know that they were up, Everyone was stronger And It's not entirely true And I don't for one moment think That there's anyone out at Celtic Park Or at anywhere else Mm. Uh, any longer than they need to be John thanks for the call Hamilton are insisting that Mikael Miller and Steve Davis are not for sale they've rejected bids for both Mikael Miller wanted by Hibs Rangers fans it now looks like Jordan Jones is unlikely to leave on loan tonight I know that was one that a lot of people thought might happen that's now looking unlikely let's speak to Alec who's a Motherwell fan on the line hi Alec Hi Gordon, how are you doing? I'd actually phoned up, I didn't know before the programme started that young James Scott had uh, got that move because when I read it in the paper that uh, his mother had knocked back £750,000 mm-hmm. the point was going to be, I mean I think that's crazy knocking that money back for a young laddie like James Scott plus if Mullow were knocking that back, they must have held the bank balance Well you'll be, you'll be really happy then that it looks like the 750s potentially doubled Alec Can you hear us okay? Ah, Alec just disappeared uh, We'll try and get him back That's, It's the timing of the, the calls here Al, Alec, Alec was going back to to this morning And he was saying I can't believe I've knocked back 750 It now I think it will rise to that Yeah, You know Mother will a third in the table And uh, you know th- th- This money for James Scott Is fantastic money He hasn't even played 50 games for Motherwell uh, And he's still a young man and Hull are buying potential as well uh, So it's a sensational deal for Motherwell I hate to remind you Stephen Some of his best work this season came against you At, at your place where he scored the double that night I mean he's clearly got ability He's got a lot going for He's still only 19 He's a big old unit as well as being quite technically gifted and so on um, But on the face of it That looks like a good piece of business for Motherwell if it goes through yeah, um, he was also excellent against us through at Fir Park in a, in a rough day for us. So with the Scottish Cup, big Scottish Cup tie, Lumen were delighted to see him off to, to Hull. <laughs> um, but yeah, brilliant money for Motherwell for someone who's hardly played any games. And and with the money that kicks about in England now, um, when you look at some of his performances this year and, and the potential of it, um, it's it's kind of low risk, high reward for Motherwell if, if he comes good. Yeah, I would always sympathise, Hugh, with fans of any team who want their players to hang around a bit longer yeah. Give more to that club Maybe get better And then the fee might be Even more In the future But y- You've heard it all before Motherwell The size of the club yeah. Fan owned Living a Pretty Neat existence In yeah. terms of, of Finances You can't really be Turning that Type oh, no, of money no. down No, no. It, it would be impossible To turn that money down That money uh, You know Motherwell are in no Financial danger Let us make that Absolutely clear But that is a fantastic business deal For uh, such a young player 
Who you produced That's the whole point yeah. isn't it David Turnbull was supposed to be the, the prime example We all know what happened there But Jake Hasty Development fees there And, and bringing in guys like Cedric Kipre for nothing Moving him on for a million pounds a, a year later James Scott coming through the academy This yeah. is it's the way it's meant to function Now Motherwell uh, simply do not get the crowds uh, That would enable them to turn down that kind of money So this is just Keeping the business Ticking over Very nicely Thank you uh, That said I don't think That has officially Been been done yet I sometimes think Clubs just like to wait you Just to uh. add that Sense of drama And uh, interesting to see If Stephen Robinson And Motherwell Do manage to get Someone in his place We've obviously lost Devante Cole Early in the window Michael and Jolly Has come in So we'll be One to watch Between now and midnight But still sitting pretty At the moment yeah, they are a terrifically well-run club They are an example to those like Stephen's own club there Who uh, are about to uh, investigate fan ownership in a big way uh, Motherwell are a terrific example of how it can all be made to work Right, I think it's that time you've all been waiting for Slide One's Super Scoreboard and Ladbrooks.com. Bet and play. Bag a winning result. Please gamble responsibly. The Ladbrooks transfer window has been open all week. This is your final chance to win VIP hospitality for two with Ladbrooks and their 1 2 free promotion. All you have to do is call 0141 951 1025. You come on here, play a simple game of higher or lower. If you get three right in a row, you're off to the game of your choice, subject to availability. So please call before the end of this break, 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Getting you full compensation is their goal. Talk to Thompson's.com. Hugh Keevans and Stephen McGinn here with me, Gordon Duncan. That is the closest Hugh Keevans has ever come to overlapping his late night call to decide who's going to come and pick him up with the restart of the show. Have you hung up now? I have, yeah. Good, that's good to see. So is it is it Stephen McGinn or is it Lady Keevans well, Have we come to a decision Do you want to do it on air Will we get everyone involved Stephen McGinn uh, Very kindly Has offered <laughs> and, and, uh, and I have accepted With the good grace Of an old codger Stephen do you know That he wasn't actually On the phone to his wife He just <laughs> did that So that you'd hear him And offer it Lord left strikes again Honestly He's a he's a formidable force Right We're going to play Higher or lower And we're going to try And give this Well we will give the tickets away But let's just quickly Get your teaser up and running Just so that you've got As much time ah, as possible I'm confident about this now I've got Stephen McGinn I think it's an that. easy one It's a bit of a joint effort So I'm going to give Eric Duff And Mikey Burns The shout out here Because they both sent Very similar questions So we've just sort of Squashed them together Thank you to Eric and Mikey For sending in Can And this is a continuation Of a question we had this week Can you name the last 10 Non-capped Englishmen To play for Rangers But it doesn't include Current players So can you name the last 10 Non-capped Englishmen Who are not currently On the books At Rangers Any that spring to mind um, So it's just the last 10 There have been so Martin many Wagwam. Yes, Stephen, what have you got? I'm just finishing writing off the question Oh, sorry Not um, s- Hugh does it in shorthand, you see uh, Joel Garner Yep Windass Josh Windass, yes Lee Hodson No, he appears to be just outside that list, I think uh, Okay, that's fine, you can leave it there You've got three of ten You've got Joel Garner, Josh Windass And Martin Waghorn uh, So we'll leave that there Okay. Okay. 
We'll get back to it because it's time for this. Slide one super scoreboard and ladbrooks.com. Bet and play. Bag a winning result. Please gamble responsibly. The Ladbrokes transfer window has been open all week and we've enjoyed it. We've been giving you the chance to win VIP hospitality for two with Ladbrokes and their one, two, three promotion simply by playing a game of higher or lower. It's so simple. You get three right in a row and you're off to the game of your choice subject to availability. So let's meet tonight's first contestant. Malky is in Renfrew. How are you, Malky? All right, I'm a bit nervous here. I've been getting them right all week, but we'll see how it goes. Oh, that's what happens, Malky, as well. And just to add to the nervousness, the first contestant has been the, the one that's cleaned up in the last couple of nights, but you never know. Uh, we've nope. got a queue of people waiting you to slip up. That'll make you feel a lot better, will it? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> it's pretty simple, though, Malky, in terms of the, the concept. If you've been listening, but I'll just remind you, we're going to play higher or lower. So I'll start you off with a transfer fee. And I'll then ask you if the next transfer fee was higher or lower. You just need to get three in a row right and the tickets are yours. Comfortable with that? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Um, Just to be clear, we've taken all these transfer fees from transfer market. So even if you don't think it's exactly what, what you thought it was in terms of a transfer fee, we're keeping it consistent. We've taken them all from transfer market. So your starting point tonight, Malky, is this. We're going to start with Andy Robertson from Dundee United to Hull. Which goes down at 3.24 million According to Transfer Market 3.24 million Can you tell me Was Key Sung Young From Celtic To Swansea Higher Or lower Than Andy Robertson's 3.24 million I think it was higher It was higher Well done It was 6.3 million Key Sung Young So 6.3 million Can you tell me Was Scott Sinclair's From Aston Villa To Celtic Higher Or lower Than Key Sung Young's 6.3 million I think you got him lower than that It was lower 3.69 It's gone down as on here So this is the one that matters You're on 3.69 million Was Ryan Kent's move From Liverpool to Rangers Higher or lower Than Scott Sinclair's 3.69 million That was higher I think it was 5 million It was higher It's gone down to 6.48 And you've done it Malky Sorry to Alistair and Paul And John Who are all waiting on the line but Malky was too tough to beat He got the three in a row And the tickets are yours Malky Are you happy with that? Superb Thanks very much boys Good man See. Hey, hey, Good night Good man <laughs> Well you can phone back any time Malky and Renfrew Producer Andy Is smiling through the window He looks very happy with himself He's going to get the tickets sorted uh, Easy as that Hugh We've yeah. given away ten tickets Hospitality this week I think they've gone to good homes By the sounds of it hey, the man sounded very very happy Good Friday night for him The questions fell quite nicely as well there I think once you The hard one was going from Key Sung Young To Scott Sinclair Maybe you wouldn't be sure But once you heard that And then Ryan Kent So he's he's nailed it Malky Well done Malky In Renfrew Any score yet in Partick Thistle no, Air United? I'd have to say After 24 minutes uh, It's not a classic Which is always the journalistic way of saying it's Bang average Um but Partick Thistle really need the home win tonight. They really do. They fell to the bottom of the championship table last weekend by virtue of losing at Arbroath on the same day that Alwa won and got off the bottom. They really need a, a home win tonight. But Ayr, under Mark Kerr, have been going along quite nicely. Uh, they've been busy in the transfer window Partick Thistle adding another one Youngster Lewis Mayo from Rangers A similar signing then to Jamie Burjonas Who's already gone uh, Made a similar path 
High profile names Like We've got a bit of a problem In the studio And I don't mind Coming clean about it We've got loads of TVs in here But I just praised Producer Andy a minute ago For some reason Hugh Keevans And Stephen McGinn Can see the game perfectly On the big TV behind me However The TVs on the other side Are not on the right channel So when you two do It makes me Wonder what on earth Is going on What have I missed He's now He's now remedied the problem Well what you missed there Was a, a, a fairly horrendous tackle uh, And uh, air uh, we're the perpetrators So the referee has his first little bit of bother To sort out uh, Aaron Muirhead seems to be involved Former Partick Thistle player of course He's just getting a bit of a talking to It doesn't look like it's going to come to much And then throws the ball away How bright is that? <laughs> we're just going to get another look at it It's the player manager Mark Kerr's involved as well A few players sliding in Stephen, your verdict? It was just um, a meaty challenge Probably yellow card the right decision from Daniel Harvey But it's when the bodies fly in You're always wary of the red card coming out Yeah so Daniel Harvey I think Has he been shown the yellow? I think yeah. He, yeah he has So Partick Thistle nil Air nil 26 minutes gone In that one Right half an hour still left of the show Transfer you to get your thoughts in On the transfer window I must admit Hugh I was kind of hoping for A bit more In terms of confirmed deals During the show mm, Well uh, Transfers are a tortuous business uh, it'll all be sorted out by midnight And then we'll begin the arguments Afresh tomorrow on the programme Because uh, some people will be happy Others will be unhappy uh, So once we have absolute confirmation It just means round two of the argument um, I'll just quickly check in on the teaser We're looking for Thank you to Eric and Mikey We're looking for the last ten uncapped Englishmen who are not currently on the books But to play for Rangers So guys like Joe Garner Josh Windass Martin Waghorn You said Lee Hodson Northern Ireland he is, Irish yeah. international But he's English See I thought about picking you up on that And then Well You made me doubt Myself because I thought Well he's a teammate of yours You would know that um, But Not really get a strong Irish accent Nah but So he, he doesn't count And I'll take one more guess each I've got six written down I'll just oh, take one at the on moment on. Where's Fodderingham? He's there at he's the moment He's on the books at the moment To listen to the question <laughs> I, I had that written down as well And John Flanagan So <laughs> Joey Barton And he's been capped as well I think Has he? Yeah Joey Barton not there either actually he Must not have quite Oh he's he capped I think He's got one cap Rob Kiernan I think He's represented Ireland at under 21 level So we're keeping Six him out as well narrowly. Uh, Kyle Bartley He's outside the last 10 Nick, uh, Harry Forrester Yes Okay so we'll leave it there Harry Forrester Martin Waghorn Josh Windass And Joe Garner Let's speak to Frank In Springburn Hi Frank How you doing guys? Good Frank What's on your mind? I've no phone for a wee while um, Good to have you back I, well, I've had a few couple of personal problems But so I won't go into that Anyway I saw, I saw your Christmas video oh. uh, <laughs> And I was I thought I was very impressed by it uh, it just shows you've got a sense of humour after all. Uh, it's, it's a giant leap. I mean, from Specky Tube to YouTube, that's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> He's a man of many talents, Frank. He's yeah. uh, shaking Kevin's, can't keep him down. Aye, brilliant. Anyway, my problem is about, uh, points about um, Martin Boyle. I think Celtic, I'd like to see Celtic go for Martin Boyle, perhaps. Uh, he can play anywhere on, off the front, on the left, right, or through the middle. And I would like to see Celtic we'll go for him and uh, offer Bio. It's uh, part exchange by on loan. Well, we'll Celtic uh, they're beating a striker. Nicky Hammond has been to look at Martin Boyle. Uh, I think these things are complicated by many different situations. 
Uh, Hibbs tonight having given uh, Florian Camberry to Rangers on loan until the end of the season the Hibs fans would say what's going on if they then sold Martin Boyle uh, overnight they would be really reducing their own squad uh, so they are in a position where they could say to Celtic no we can't sell you him yeah, I was just going to separate these things as always, Hugh, because Frank's absolutely right. I asked for people to call in with their wish list, and therefore there is there is no right or wrong answer. But just to clear up, it doesn't look like that is one that is likely, although Celtic perhaps had a look earlier in the window. Yeah. W- would he have been a good bit? Stephen, you, you'll know him well, a former teammate of John's, like you mentioned, you'll have played against him. Um, how, how impressed have you been with him and the way he's come back in? Yeah, very. Um, come back from a horrific injury as well. But the thing that frustrates me watching him now is um, the fact Australia have him with the with the pace and the form he's in. I mean, the, with these playoffs approaching, um, probably frustrating that he's not in the shout being a Scotland squad because he's been capped by Australia. So, but I, I haven't watched him kind of develop, and I feel as now he's at the peak and such a threat. Mm. Um, I, I I have said that Stephen that Celtic's business in this window has been underwhelming from from my. Purely personal perspective uh, But there are, to cut them some slack There are reasons why you don't get players Christian Atsu Wanted by Celtic But today says I'd rather stay at Newcastle In the English Premier League Nothing you can do about that Frank I'm interested to hear that If that was to be a possibility You would like to offer up Bio As as part of the deal with the arrival of Clamalla And the re-emergence of Griffiths Do you think his days are numbered? Aye, I think they are, aye. Uh, especially we Griff back in the scene. Um, well, the guys needing game time. And we're, we're better to get game time. Than I've, I've, they're, they're needing a striker. Why doesn't he get game well, time at Celtic, though? Because he's not good enough. Well, why would Hibs want your cast-offs, then? Yeah, well, there's, well, there, there are enough, levels, though, aren't there? Well, Ranger, Hibs are about to take Greg Doherty from Rangers, who doesn't get a game at Rangers, but he's good enough to get a game at Hibs. Surely you've... Surely you've seen the food chain in action many times But I don't think Bio is good enough to play for Hibs either Yeah, well that's, that's fair enough But just because he's an automatic cast off at Celtic Doesn't mean he couldn't do a job at I, the I, other clubs I, in Scotland I, I understand that but I don't think Bio Have you seen could, enough of him to really make that assessment? I've seen enough of him to know that he would never make it at Celtic And clearly Celtic know he'd never make it at Celtic uh, But I don't think He doesn't inspire me to, to think that he, he would make it at Hibs either Well the latest on Hibs Search for a striker Because Frank You're absolutely right They do need a striker We heard rejected bids For Mikel Miller There was talk of Kevin Nisbet At Dundee It looks like The the most likely one Is Mark McNulty Now So it looks like that That's getting a bit closer uh, The familiarity side of that Stephen having been there before Mark McNulty uh, Jack Ross obviously likes him As well Having taken him down to Sunderland So You can see why that would make sense yeah, um, yeah, I think the Hibs fans would be de- delighted with that. I um, played with him at Sheffield United and thought he was a top player, top striker, um, and really surprised it's not really taken off for him because he had a fantastic season at Coventry and probably really frustrating. Jack signed him in the summer for Sunderland and had a frustrating time, so he'd be looking to work with him again if possible. Uh, I think we've got the opener. Has the flag stayed down? Yes, it has. Partick Thistle won air nil, and you're looking for your January signings to come in and make an instant impact. There's Brian Graham. It's a simple finish, close range, cross from the right. He leaps up uh, with a left-footed volley and puts it into the back of the net, and it's Partick Thistle won air nil. Well, <laughs> Ian McCall looks totally unmoved by it all. However, inside... 
He, he was sitting be. in the stand earlier. Has he decided yeah, to come down? Yeah, he's oh, come good down. on him. He's on the touchline now, but uh, inside his heart will be all of a flutter because that's a, a terrific break. There's no suggestion of offside. Brian Graham, good to go, and uh, doing what Brian Graham has done uh, throughout his career, scoring opportunities. Opportunistic goals like that one So uh, Now Thistle have that Age old problem Can they see The game out Strikers dream that one Stephen Can't miss those Yeah how's that for Your first goal Been handed to you From a yard Yep absolutely 1-0 to Partick Thistle Frank just before we let you go The Situation at Celtic Is very quiet The only Suggestion at the moment Is maybe Jordan I That's really just coming From down south at the moment Not a lot more to tell you Lewis Morgan left Of course today Frank Scott Sinclair Previously The sort of wide Attacking area Is that one that Celtic might look at This evening As far as you're concerned Aye that's what I'm saying uh, Jordan Aye would be a good sign But I don't he, probably, he would probably Just be a loan sign yeah. I think Martin Boyle Would be the mayor I'd prefer him Because you can get him We would buy him Well so as I say from, money. From, the, from the hips perspective though they, they just can't do it Not on the same day That they gave uh, Camberry to Rangers They can't be seen In the eyes of their own supporters To be a feeder club For Celtic and Rangers uh, And that two on the same day I think uh, Leanne Dempster The chief executive Would have to say No we can't do this uh, On the teaser Thank you to Frank and Springburn We're looking for The last ten Non-capped Englishmen To play for Rangers But it does not include Current players Loads of good names Are getting shouted out Here on Twitter um, It is just the last 10 So you could really be out By a couple of months if, if you think about it But you've got Joe Garner Josh Windass Martin Waghorn Harry Forrester I'll take another guess from you No you won't I'll take another guess from you Nicky Law Yes he just makes it Onto the list I'm trying to think of everyone Who played under um, Warburton War- Mark Warburton yeah Jack Anik Is he left Or is he still there uh, He's still Officially on the books I think So he's not one Yeah he's Jordan Rossiter And Jack Anik Are officially still on the books So oh, Who's one, the big guy Crooks Yes Matt Crooks Okay we'll leave it there One two three four to go We'll get them next And we'll speak to Jim and Rothsey as well Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors They play to win Every time Talk to Thompson's.com Into the final part of the show Partick still 1-0 up on air Moving ever closer To the end of the transfer window Nothing concrete to tell you about yet I wish it was different Believe me Um, But the fact that Hibs are closing in on Mark McNulty It looks like he's going to undergo a medical That should set the Camberry Wheels in motion Yeah Hugh That's the way these things work There's a domino effect Camberry Hibbs needed someone else Probably before Camberry could finalise The move to Rangers at, at the moment It's being described as An agreement in principle Therefore The principle involved Is if McNulty Goes to Hibbs, Then Hibbs can Free Up uh, Florian Camberry To go to Rangers That's how it stands At the moment uh, And the wonders Of social media I mean Someone's taken Like a really Weird Zoomed in picture of Greg Doherty In the Hibs training ground Presumably about to undergo his medical Is that the type of environment he could Flourish at Stephen? Yeah we um, had a, a really good loan spell At um, Shrewsbury um, So he was linked with um, Sunderland In the 
in this window um, the, the type of football Jack plays you need a lot of energy get about the pitch and he, he ticks every box for what Jack's looking for What about this teaser just before we speak to Jim thank you to Eric and Mikey for sending tonight's question if, if you've never given the full time teaser a go before and you're wondering what it's all about basically you send in the questions and the pundits try and come up with the answers so Eric and Mikey Sort of teamed up They didn't know it But they did team up For tonight's question Can you name the last 10 Non-capped Englishmen To play for Rangers But it does not include Current players So you've got Joe Garner Josh Windass Martin Waghorn Matt Crooks Nicky Law Harry Forrester Oh That silence is not good Nothing at the moment Not a good silence That's the sound of the wall Being hit I'll tell you what I'll do I'll name you some of the guys who just miss out on the list So you can find some more wrong answers And maybe push you in the right direction You would be close but wrong If you said Nathan Odua If you said Lee Robinson If you said Steve Simonson Or if you said Remy Street You would be close but you wouldn't be within the last ten You're looking at me as if who are they? Mm. <laughs> Is that no, fair? I think, who was the one that went back to Liverpool, Stephen? Came up, didn't like it Ajaria Teamwork Look yeah, at that yeah. Cross from Keevans Finish from McGinn <laughs> Ovi Ajaria Three to get Let's speak to Jim first Hi Jim Hi good evening How are you Jim What's going on at Kilmarnock Not enough Hi, for your evening, liking panel. Uh, Could I put some questions To Hugh And get his opinion On sure. this On you go Jim Right Everyone is signing players But Kelly And I'm at a loss about it We've got 3 million for Taylor 2 million for Lee Placens and all they want to do is bring back Boyd Broadfoot, yeah. who walked out on us, and he's 35-year-old. Mm-hmm. We've had eight defeats in the league, and maybe nine tomorrow. I'll be there if the ferries are on, but I can feel the worst. I really feel the worst for Kelly. And it's time Billy Bowie woke up and smelt the coffee. Well, this is why the deal that Motherwell are doing for James Scott is such good business. That's the kind of money that keeps a club... Really ticking over I don't know what money Billy Bowie Has to devote To the bringing in of players What I know And what you certainly know From painful experience Is that you're now on Seven league defeats in a row That's a club in free fall And It mystified me As it has mystified you uh, Why you would Go back for Kurt Broadfoot When he has said What he said about the club I know it was a Criticism mainly based or aimed at Angelo Alessio Who has now gone from the club But it's an odd place to start And I don't think he'd be welcomed back By the Kilmarnock fans And you're entitled to every bit of your mystification About the lack of transfer activity Because they are in free fall I'll be squeezing an exclusive out of you Stephen, you didn't see Kirk Broadfoot Packing up his stuff this afternoon or anything, no? No, no exclusive, no well, it didn't sound convincing to me, Hugh. But anyway, see I mean, look in his face. With it, with it, he's with, sweating over there. With the greatest respect to Kurt Broadfoot, he's not going to prevent the free fall. Uh, they they really needed a, a, an injection of something fresh that would uh, avert crisis. But seven league wins in a row is crisis time. Jim, if something was to happen, if you managed to get control between now and midnight, what type of player would you sign? What would be the thing that you need? Is it further up the pitch? Is it is it a goal scorer, a creator? What do you need? The defence used to be pretty good. The defence is now bad. Nobody's scoring goals. It's nine defeats in a row mm-hmm. in the league if we don't win tomorrow. That's the point I was trying to make to Hugh. That is relegation. Oh yeah. Figures. Yeah, no doubt. Um... Against Celtic they had their moments uh, Ten days ago 
Uh, when was the Leicester game against Celtic? Pardon? How was the Leicester game against Celtic? Yeah, well, uh, but the, 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 if you're capable of lifting it against Celtic, then there's something there to be lifted in the first place. Yeah. Uh, but I watched the game in Tenerife. Oh. They weren't bad, but they were not good either. Tenerife Celtic was, Celtic was pretty poor that night as well. Tenerife's just like Ross at this time of year, Jim, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, similar. <laughs> yeah, similar. But um, but you know, it it is true that once you're in free fall, which Kilmarnock are, uh, you are relegation candidates, and you know they need to do something quickly to arrest this very serious decline. Was it the St Johnson game? And and I was I was I like Ali Dyer, but all Ali Dyer done seemingly was stand in the touchline, hands in his pockets, no enthusiasm, nothing. Uh, Stephen, your St Mirren side got a narrow win over Kilmarnock. That was just before New Year, wasn't it? it was at the twenty ninth? Um, what, what from a, I was going to say from an outsider looking in, but as someone who plays against them, what do you make of Jim's points? Yeah. Um, the thing about Kilmarnock is they got off to a really good start But probably when you start to list the names of um, the, the players have lost I mean Greg Taylor, Jordan Jones, Greg Stewart, Chris Boyd I mean Malumbu you could go on couldn't Malumbu, you? There are quite a few Daniel Backman the goalkeeper I mean um, but Probably being a bit harsh as an outfield player But I think the goalie's got to save that one last last week Which stops the rot and gets him a point back down the road But um, I'm looking at that game tomorrow is huge um, Facing Ross County off the back of trips to um, Celtic Park and Ibrox uh, a massive chance to stop draw and um, get a bit of good feeling back about the place well Jim we wish you well tomorrow give us a call afterwards let us know what you made of it that was Jim and Rossi I think that will be the final call uh, of tonight it is half time at Firhill Partick Thistle one up against their United thank you to Brian Graham's goal on 33 minutes new signing in for Ian McCall's men and he's making the difference at the break Absolutely no confirmed deals Hugh oh. In the two hours of this show No deals confirmed The ones that were confirmed earlier on I'll just recap them uh, From the top of the show Starting this morning Marcel Langer from Schalke to Hearts Paul McGinn from St Mirren to Hibs Ronald Hernandez has gone to Aberdeen A Venezuelan international Interested to see how that one pans out Purely Hugh Because Aberdeen are making uh, a big deal of the fact that the partnership with Atlanta oh. played a key role in, in this signing. Well, Dave Cormack, uh, the new chairman, uh, based in Atlanta, uh, is clearly trying to influence matters in all manner of ways at Pataudry. Uh And the, the relationship and understanding that he has with Derek McInnes, the manager, is going to be very important in the, the weeks ahead. Uh, I repeat, though, yep, by all means, welcome the, the Venezuelan to the country. Uh, but is right back a priority? Well, I think it is because Zach Viner's gone out as well. So yeah. th- there was a an area there. Ones to look out for tonight, though. Uh, Camberry going to Rangers. Um, Mark McNulty, perhaps, um, going to go to Hibs. Greg Doherty as well. In fact, I told a lie. David Templeton did. Uh, he secured his return to Hamilton, didn't he? So I was. My apologies to the Ackies. Other ones to watch out for: Danny Mullen to Dundee, James Scott to Hull. From Mullow, keep an eye on them. And we are back tomorrow at two o'clock, so you don't need to wait long. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll look back on it all. We'll do a proper roundup 
And we'll have a good old debate About who had a good window And who had a bad one Well it means that uh, The Celtic supporters I think Will be sitting up until midnight Hoping that uh, they, they see uh, Big news coming for them I'm sceptical about that uh, The Rangers fans will be up till midnight uh, To see if Camberry goes over the line And then we'll start again tomorrow Right, Stephen McGinn, how are you getting on with the teaser? You've got three to get The last ten non-capped Englishmen to play for Rangers But it does not include current players You've got Ovi Ajaria, Joe Garner, Josh Windass, Martin Waghorn, Matt Crooks, Nicky Law and Harry Forrester Joe Morrow? Yes The one that keeps coming back to me is he didn't make a big contribution He scored a goal at Petaudry in an end of season game uh, I can actually remember the goal but I don't Joe know Dodu? Is that Dodu. who you were going to say? Uh, so he was born elsewhere I can't remember specifically where But Eric actually flagged it up when he sent the question in So we've left him off Two to get And their initials are? One was a very experienced campaigner Came up here towards the end of his career It's something you might walk up Clint, Hill. Way Clint, Clint Hill Clint Hill And the other one A surname Very important to the game what can you not Dominic play Ball Dominic Ball <laughs> Dominic Ball It's like the worst game of charades ever I was doing the ball <laughs> signal to you and Stephen Thank you to Stephen McGinn We wish you a speedy recovery Hopefully you're back out there soon Hopefully we'll see you soon Thank you to Hugh You're back tomorrow This, so. re- this recovery won't affect his driving skills Nah, you'll be fine You'd be as well getting a sleeping bag out Because we're here tomorrow again At 2 o'clock well, Nice late start for you We will preview all of the big games Give you a big kick of the ball And look back on what's hopefully An exciting end to the transfer window as well So thanks for joining us We'll see you at 2 o'clock tomorrow And GBX Fridays are up next Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Compensation you deserve. When there's been foul play, talk to Thompson's.com.